Hot air balloons of all shapes and sizes are used for many purposes, not just for pleasure flights. A balloon was used to film part of a video band you saw earlier in the course, where you worked with a map of an area of the Peak District near Mam Tor. Aerial views were filmed to compare with the map contours. Some shots also showed the three walkers following the ridge between Mam Tor and Holland's Cross. The use of a balloon also allowed us to look at how balloons are navigated a topic which depends upon wind speeds and bearings, and that's a story in itself. As with any flight, the operation required a detailed pre-flight planning meeting. James Ireland was the balloon's pilot, and Barbara Bailey was responsible for the recovery vehicle. Also at the meeting was Judy Eakins from the Open University and the three walkers, Mike Underhill, Elizabeth Evershed and Chris Dillon. Essentially what we're trying to achieve is yeah. that your walkers are setting off at Mam Tor down here yes. and following the ridge line up to Loose Hill. That's right, yeah. And this is the bit we're hoping to get on film with the hot air balloon. Yes. We're going to have to set off from down here, given the um, wind direction, which is a southwesterly. That means it's coming from the southwest. That's right. We'll actually be travelling in a northeasterly direction on the surface. Um, and we've got a west. The predicted wind from the ground up to about 2,000 feet was at a bearing of 025 degrees, with a speed of around eight kilometres per hour. Above 2,000 feet, the forecast suggested the wind would be stronger and change direction. So, by choosing a takeoff site which you'll find on your map just below a spot called Windy Knoll at grid reference 122825, the balloon should pass over the route of the walk. If the conditions are right, it doesn't take long to prepare a balloon for takeoff. This balloon has a volume of about 90,000 cubic feet, and there's sufficient fuel to carry three or four people on a flight lasting about an hour and a half. The wind speed meant that the balloon would travel at about 8 kilometres per hour and take about 15 minutes to cover the distance to Mam Tor. Wished I was flying in one of those, don't you? Yeah. The takeoff was highly visible, and that was the cue for the walkers to set off so that they'd be filmed as they walked along the ridge. The timing worked out, and Elizabeth, Chris and Mike were filmed striding along the path between Mam Tor and Holland's Cross. But once that shot was complete and goodbyes were said, the balloon turned its attention to filming what it could of the rest of the ridge, before looking for a landing site. That sets you behind the scenes to explain how the aerial shots were achieved. The problem with travelling on a bearing of 025 degrees was that the balloon would quickly reach the moors of the Peak District to the northeast of Edale. So our pilot James looked for a landing site the recovery vehicle could reach before the balloon reached the moors, as there wasn't enough fuel to fly right across the moors. 
The balloon did manage to land in a suitable area near a road, just within your map of the area. It's shown in this shot, taken from above Lady Bower Reservoir. But how was this shot taken? In actual fact, two balloons were used, so that we could film as much of the walk as possible and see the progress of the first balloon from the air. But as the second balloon was filming the first balloon landing, it had to stay in the air longer. Once past Lady Bower Reservoir, it would be over the moors, and this terrain is an inhospitable place to land and hope to be easily recovered. So the pilot, Chris Davis, had a real problem. The planning meeting was based upon um, uh, Met forecast that uh, told us that we would fly to the northeast with the possibility of going well to the east if we flew higher. But um, unfortunately, we haven't found the wind direction that was forecast and um, we're having to fly on across the moors. The position I've just marked on the map is the reference I got from uh, the GPS here, which is a very useful tool uh, flying over open moorland like this because it saves the trouble of taking bearings from landmarks to decide precisely where we are. By taking readings of the balloon's position at different times following takeoff at 9.40, Chris had been able to compare his fuel consumption with his rate of progress. And then, by taking into account how long the fuel would last, he was able to confidently continue on. Without this information, he would have to have seriously considered an emergency landing as close as possible to a road near Lady Bar Reservoir. But instead, his balloon was able to safely land north of the moors after a two-hour flight. 